When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Hello, welcome back. It's another My Mate Bought a Toaster uh, lockdown special. Uh, joined today by the fabulous Reese James, who I can confirm. Uh, Reese, can you just confirm for the audience you are absolutely nowhere near me at the time of recording this? Nowhere near you at all. Although maybe I should, because um, I'm not looking at you. Maybe I should get a picture mm. of you on my screen. <laughs> that might help. That's not a bad idea. We're not actually. doing like okay. we're not doing a Skype while we do this. It's Jewish purely audio. We might as well be on the phone. But you know, yeah. I'm used to Zooms now. And actually, it turns out, I just searched Tom Price. Perhaps that was optimistic, given the, how common that name is. And there is a US politician. You, you, you must know that. Yes. What famous asshole Tom Price. And I have a lot of fun with that because uh, every now and again, because I've uh, I've got a blue tick on uh, Twitter, Reese. No Congrats. Deal, no big deal at all. Thank you, man. And uh, people often come after me. They see Tom Price on Twitter, or I'm actually at Price Tom on Twitter, and they um, think I am him and they come after me. So he was disgraced because I think he was doing lots of flights in America. Um, he was some sort of health secretary, I think. He was the Matt Hancock of America, essentially. Oh, great. Uh, yeah, and uh, he, he's a, he's a loathsome Republican individual. Well, maybe I should look. Uh, so at, I, get, I, I won't look at him. He'll make me upset. I'll get which. Is there any picture in particular you'd <sighs> you'd encourage question. me to look at? I mean, there's one from oh, the best picture of me to look at to sort of feel like. I mean, you can go to go to Magic Radio. That's probably going to be you know my most oh, cheesy behind a mic. inch of make. Yeah, and do you know what I mean. I'm sort of smiling, like I'm interested in. I you. found I one. Care. I found a magic one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I feel like I should do the same now. What's yeah. the best picture I should get of Reese James? There we go. Oh, there's just that one, isn't there? It just comes up with you looking up. <laughs> Which is quite good because I am, I You're am taller, taller than me. So yeah. that, that makes sense. Oh, I'll do that one. <laughs> okay, so listen. Um, Reese James, fabulous, fabulous stand up comic. Really thrilled that you've joined me uh, on the uh, podcast today. Um, 2010 is when you began, uh, is when you, you went out to bat for Amazon. Um, and, oh, is it know, really? I'm. I'm yeah, 2010. So how old were you then? Were you? I bet you were disgustingly young, weren't you? Because you're, you're still pretty young as it is now. I wasn't as disgustingly young as you may think. I think I was 19 in 2010. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, I would have been, I must have been 19. So, you know, finally got um, some card details, I suppose. Finally mm. uh, could get some deliveries to somewhere other than my parents' house. I would have been at university. That's probably, yeah, yes. it was probably out of necessity, wasn't it, at 19? Was it, or was it that just that te- that sort of ten years ago is when everyone got an Amazon account? Pretty much, no, no, no. Most people, you know, we had our our, our oldest uh, Amazon sort of graffiti on the cave who we found was Matt Green, who bought something a book about Martin Amos in nineteen ninety nine. 
99 um, wow so well you've you've very much followed form here september 2010 uh you've bought tim key book Stuart lee book dimitri martin all wonderful comics um very much making sense this all fits this all okay. fits Rhys. pretty yeah this pretty boring pretty i find it no, no, no. as a comedian yeah. um anything that reveals that i like comedy makes me feel embarrassed I don't know why. Yeah. There's something about it where you're like, oh, you're just a f-. even though the whole point of being a comedian is that we're all just we were all just fans of comedy and then we became comedians. But I, for some reason, it's like, no, no, I need to look like uh, I, I never even cared about this. I just yeah, uh, you, I'm such you a should natural, have a massive I, passion for like astronomy or something. Yeah, like exactly. That, or yeah, you need something, something else. This is the problem, isn't it? And I, I, I really feel this. We, we've talked about this before. When you start comedy with absolutely no hinterland at all, and you just literally walk on stage, and all I've got is a desire to have sex with women, yeah. and the fact that I'm obsessed with Alan Partridge from Red Dwarf. That's it. There <laughs> ends my life. That is it. At, at That's my yeah. They're my qualifications. Um, yeah, yeah. It's a Tim Key book I bought on Amazon. Um, you've got Looking for Alaska by John Green. What's that, please? Well, I don't, I've not seen that before. Let's have a look at this show. Um, that is a... John. Do you know John Green? He wrote The Fault in Our Stars. Oh, the sad books. Yeah, so... Isn't that one of the sad ones? There's no world in which I have read Looking for Alaska. Um, okay. Thank I you. absolutely bought that book and with the intention of reading it, um, just like everyone buys every book and like everyone who buys every book I didn't read it that's how book <laughs> sales work I remember actually uh, oh god I was just such a I was a very sensitive 19 um, year old uh, I do a podcast called Early Work about uh, people's early writing and I yes. have loads of like really sensitive poems from when I was about 19, 20 and I keep telling the people what? I'm reading them to that I was 16 but I was 20 in most of them 19, 20 I was a fucking loser yeah. man um, was right. but anyway I uh <laughs> I remember buying that book, right? And I remember, this is so specific, but that book specifically, I remember messaging this girl called Isabel. Um, you can bleep this if you want, but her full name is Okay. Really fit. And uh, I okay. sent her, posted on her Facebook wall saying mm-hmm. she had posted about looking for Alaska before. And then I was looking genuinely for a new book. There was oh, no ulterior God. motive here, but I just posted saying, if I, if I buy looking for Alaska, am I going to like it or something like that? And she was like, yeah, it's great. It's I mean, it's amazing. Yeah, bye. And I genuinely wasn't trying to, be a creep i just wanted to know would does she i did know this person i was like do you think i will like this and then some guy who was in this guy who like uh basically the idea of are you familiar with the phrase scene kids like seen as in movie scene spelled like that no no tell me it's like a strand of like what what older people if they saw these young kids would describe as emos but, okay, but in my generation, I wouldn't have considered them emos because they're a bit more hardcore, a bit edgier than that. But they were all like the sort of kids who were like in metally bands, had tattoos, but also had long hair and like a nose piercing and that kind of vibe. I know the type. Okay, you're absolutely right. I'd so I'd, I'd so say emos. Like my mum would say dropouts. That's what her generation really would say. dropouts. Then, wow. Yeah, that's what, that's what my mum would say. Come on, she's in her seventies. You know, she'd say she's dropouts. And then maybe like um like ten, fifteen, twenty years underneath her. Um, they would say, I don't know, maybe maybe hippies or rockers or something. Yeah. For me, emos. Uh, or they're goths, actually. They just said goths. Then we've got emos. And now they're called scene kids. Well, I, I think scene kids is probably something beyond scene kids now. But that's what it was. My right. age, it was scene kids. And it did kind of mean emo, yeah. but it was slightly different to emo. It was a bit edgier. It was a bit more uh, druggy and boozy. And like they still they were still lads, if you know what I mean. No. So they weren't emos as in like, oh, just leave me alone, mom. It was more like, no, they're still geezers. They just look 
like emos. Oh, that's not fair. That's not fair at all because the whole deal is the whole pact. And I we, like when I was at uh, when I was a student or when I was a teenager, I listened to the Smiths in a whole kind of I'm a pathetic indie, um, low self esteem wimp, and I do not do this with any attempt to be cool. Sure. I'm just just you know like sort of trying to take myself away from everyone. I want to be a bit special and different, right? But they're trying to get the best of both worlds because they're being all fucking looking all sort of weird and, and sort of uber nerdy cool, but still being lads. Yeah. That's, that's cheating. And these guys head. were all in bands where like that was like scream as much as you can. That were like, uh, so it was aggressive. It was all about aggression. But one of those guys basically commented on this post before. Oh no, that was it. Isabel replied saying, yes, you will love it. It's great. And this guy replied saying, uh, if you buy this, it will also make you a, and then he used the uh, homophobic F word. And he said, um, like, you fucking loser. I'd never heard of this man. I didn't know this man. He didn't know me. But he saw this comment on a Facebook wall as he was presumably stalking Isabel's Facebook <laughs> <laughs> and then decided to, to show dominance like we were in the wild. Right. I see. <laughs> and he commented yeah, 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 that. On the planes. And then I, yeah. being the sensitive loser I was, I was like, oh, sorry for trying to broaden my horizons. Maybe get out oh, of your mate. bubble for once, man, and read something. And then the book arrived and I didn't read it. And the next time I went on her Facebook, she deleted the post. So, you know. <laughs> my matey bought a So we've got a gift order here, December 2011. I'm wondering what it's what it is. Wild and Wolf Scrabble mug uh, with the letter S on it. Uh, this is for who? The letter S. S. Oh, he doesn't remember who it's for. I don't know. Uh, oh, S. My dear. brother's called Sam. There's a chance that it could have been for this, and it would have been breaking the rules if it was. But every Christmas for a long time now, we've done a Yankee swap in my family, in my extended oh, family. On. Are you aware of a Yankee swap? Mate, first of all, seen kids. I now know what that is. I do not know what a Yankee swap is. Over to you, Reese. You probably do, but it's probably called something else to you and to your mum. So basically, (laughs) dropouts. You all have to go and buy a gift that you need two, but the gift can't be worth more than a fiver. So I've broken the rule if it is for that. Uh, Each gift. So it's £10 total, £5 each gift. You just wrap them up, and then there just comes a point on Christmas Day where all these gifts go in. There's probably on Christmas Day, there's usually like 12 of us. And so all these gifts go in the middle. We're kind of sitting around. And then you do, I think this is correct. I might be slightly wrong, but you do one round where like you just pick up a gift and open it like randomly yeah. and then so like you have secret this, santa but not quite secret santa. yeah but it's not directly and then so then there's another round where so basically now by now um 50 of the gifts should be gone so yeah you all have one gift in your hand and then you open another gift and you can choose whether you swap one or keep your gift and if a gift is I swapped see. three times then it's out of the game and the person who gets it swaps it the third time keeps it if you know what I mean. Okay. So it's all about trying it. So basically, yeah. it emerges pretty quickly. Oh, there's four gifts that everyone wants. Like, it turns right. out you always realise, oh, there's four gifts that are good. And so yeah. they're trying to get swapped, but you're trying to do it tactically. So, like, you don't want to be the second swap, or you definitely won't right. win it. But hang on. The gifts are unwrapped, then, so you can see what's being No, so they are around, wrapped. The gifts are still wrapped, so you're sort of judging them by size They're wrapped, weight. but once you pick it up, you unwrap it. So then, yeah, at this, okay, okay, at this okay. stage, at the swap stage... It, they're unwrapped yeah, and yeah, then yeah, the yeah. third round is purely for swaps so there's no more to open so third round just swaps and you do that and it always emerges so there's a chance that i just like panicked because often it gets quite late and quite close to christmas and you just pick everyone just gets tat like just crap stuff that's fine though this mug for that game is absolutely fine it's that's, all right that's textbook. It, it wouldn't be a, no, it wouldn't allowable. be a popular swap but so but what you never it? know what is so like there was one year where everyone was desperate for this back scratcher 
and this back stretcher was like a, <laughs> worth a quid and it was like an extendable metal hand that was just so yes. so much fun to play with so everyone wanted yeah. that um and then like this year just gone there were these like david bowie top trumps that were illustrated that looked really cool everyone was trying to get them um right, right, there was right, one year yeah, where my uncle got so as you mentioned that picture of me looking up that comes up yeah um yeah. there was four shows i did in a row where i was looking in different directions and had a different color background and it was really simple promo shots and my uncle one year right. got them printed on coasters got four of them printed on oh. coasters and then that, that actually wasn't that popular people weren't trying to win them but people kept trying to win them right. to give to my nana knowing that she obviously would be the only one who wants them and they're oh. in her house they're still in her house but if you got them, if you got them, very very cool business card. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, pop your drink on that, mate. Really nice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Tell you yeah, what you pop, want to put on that: a little your... little mug with an S on it. <laughs> just pop your warm uh, warm mug rim on my face. There we are. <laughs> Lovely. Um, something else you bought here, November twenty eleven, the Kid Cudi poster. Kid Cudi, Kid Cudi. He's a rapper. Oh mate, I'm so old. <laughs> um, Kid Cudi. What well, you've got? You've got a poster. Oh, that's nice. Nice poster. I got a poster. Love Twenty a poster. years old. Yeah. Come on. Twenty years. When? When are you? Okay. Here's a question. We like to ask the big philosophical questions on this podcast. When are you too old to buy a poster? I reckon not. Definitely not in the twenties. I reckon thirty is is the sort of stopping point. For I posters, think the it? poster element of it is fine, but there comes an age where it can no longer be up with just blue tack. It must be framed. That's all. Oh my god. Yes. That's what art is, anyway, yes. isn't it? Art is just. We all claim that it's like, oh, but it's just a fucking poster in a frame. It's just that you put border on it. It's just that, like, That's so true. when you can see the reflection of the thing, when, the, like, if light shining through the window and then you can see yeah. it that's when it's crap because you can see the folds in the paper kind of but when it's in a frame you're like like people do that all the time it's they just... get like an original from the movie theater and they think that they're cool <laughs> so that's not different yeah, yeah, yeah. to when you had a poster of stone cold steve austin up <laughs> it's just as lame and childish it's completely true when you're childish forget the whole when i was childish i put away childish things when i when i grew up whatever i've yeah. completely mangled that quote <laughs> i put away blue tack that's what happens yeah. i i step aside from the blue tack. and I, do you know what as i sit here in my study right behind me there's two morrissey uh, posters that i framed exactly that's kid cuddy mate. and there's one of my one of my edinburgh posters that i've also framed in my study that's all it is it's just kid cuddy you just got a kid cuddy poster from amazon when you were 20 i love it when we find out truths in this show it's so satisfying uh, we're in 2012 now, Reese. I mean, I'm going to have to drill down on this because in January 2012, you've actually bought yourself a uh, a, a razor right about there with uh, so congratulations First well time. done finally got your, yeah that's basically that's the lad bants that i'm heading towards ha ha you haven't got much hair on your face lols yeah um yeah always nice to be able to buy a razor online just for those little anonymous purchases weird, especially when it's your first um, time I wonder if it was the first time. Maybe I bought one in Boots or something before. But uh, well, what is it? Is it just is it the razor heads or is it a razor? Oh no, it's, it's got you got a handle as well. It's oh, a Gillette right. Fusion oh, Gamer manual razor. What's that? A gamer? Is that for if you've got overdeveloped thumbs or something? For <laughs> yeah, I mean my dexterity was incredible. I could a normal <laughs> razor. I would have just sliced my face off. I needed something that could turn corners. Um, yeah, I yeah, don't. It, yeah, I must yeah, have yeah. been my first one then. The, genuinely, that must be my first one. And then I. I sort of every now and then I still and you'll probably notice this as you go along the years I still occasionally go oh fuck of course you can just buy razor heads on Amazon and it's much yeah. easier than like buying them in a shop and then having to get the security tag removed and the fact that when you're in the shop and they're 20 quid you resent it massively yeah. but on the internet for some reason you don't care and I always forget that and then like about once every six months I go oh yeah I'll just buy loads they don't just expire. get loads oh, I did that Absolutely no, they don't. They don't. When they can, they're not going to rust, are they? Not not in our lifetimes. Woman, exactly. I did. I did exactly this. Uh, I decided to go clean shaven because I've had a beard for a while. I'm not showing off here, Reese. You know, I'm just. Uh, I'm a man's man. All right, and, mate. Uh, having a go at me and then bragging about your own beard. 
Let me tell you why I've got a bed, right? I've got a bed. It's the it's the jowl protector, right? It's a jowl strap, essentially. So to cover up the excess chin that was developed. Yeah, I know that. I resent um, it. I get so angry. Right, oh, I see. No, fine. Yeah. I get so angry about this. Is the, the, mm. Do you know how hard I have to work to make sure that I don't have a visible double chin? And not for any kind of <laughs> fat-shaming reasons. I don't mind if you want that, right? But yeah. it doesn't suit my face, all right? My face is too youthful <laughs> to be chubby, all right? It needs to be... The sort of the, the the jawline needs to be intact, or I look yeah. insane. And also, <laughs> my act is quite um, holier than thou. You can't be doing that if you're a chubby child, right? You, yeah. If I'm going to present myself as above the audience, I need to have yeah. a slight chisel to me. And yet, I don't get Jimmy Carr got funnier. Yes. when he he got dramatically thinner. Exactly. Didn't he? Exactly. He he dropped the wobble. Right, but I can't get yeah. that beard. I can't. I can't grow that beard to just cover it up and then just relax like Ian Sterling. So <laughs> what I have to do, <laughs> Ian Sterling, will be the first to tell you that uh, he got that beard and then just started boozing loads and got a beer belly. Um, <laughs> yeah, which it's it's a beer beard ballad. Exactly. I can't do that. Is. So yeah. I've got to do sit ups. It's fucking. It's a load of shit. <laughs> Makes me furious. Uh, well, but at least you're saving a fortune because this is presumably still the only razor you've ever bought. So you know. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, I don't think I don't think I've updated the razor. Um, here's a good one. May 2012. Reese James here, continuing the battle with um, uh, not wanting to look like a child. Obviously, he's bought razors and he's trying to be a grown up. But he's spent ten pounds on Kellogg's Fruit Loops on 481 grams of Kellogg's Fruit Loops. That yeah. Reese is unprecedented. I went through a phase at uni um, of really, really re- reminiscing about an American holiday I had when I was a child, and my the most visceral memories I had of it. Um, weren't all the various expensive theme parks we visited or, you know, natural parks <laughs> or all the museums and history that we took in. It was more the breakfast buffets that we would go to where, um, you know, once again, did I make the most of that with the pancakes and the bacon and the eggs? No, I had the cereal always. And always, <laughs> often I had the Fruit Loops, occasionally the Lucky Charms. And I just remember Fruit Loops being the most delicious thing in the world. Um, obviously, I now know it's because they were purely sugar. Unfortunately, those yeah. Amazon Fruit Loops, I think were the British version adjusted for the British sugar market. You have to buy them from... So specific- lowered in sugar Oh, yeah, levels. and taste like nothing like the Fruit Loops of America. And so they sell them in supermarkets now, actually, on the shelf, and they are yeah. a different... It's a different product. You have to well, get the actual spe- like specific American shop Fruit Loops if you want them. Yeah. Just a little tip for any if listeners. If you want to get the... Yeah, if you want to get the, the full American, really a proper fat... A, a fat man ass, yeah. which is hard to get... On on a UK diet, but you've got to hit the sugar up big time to really get that. For your, that yeah, size. for your morning immediate sugar rush before your crash and it's twenty insane, minutes later. Yeah, exactly. Um, look at this. What have we got here? Uh, uh, looking at the reviews, two stars. Raoul says more expensive than bitcoins. Really? What are these? Are they made out of gold? So pricey for the quality. I'm gonna. I'm, don't forget, I've logged in as you here, Reese. So I'm gonna click on helpful for that one. Um, I agree. Fact, maybe I, I can agree comment. Uh, I could comment on that for you. Do you want, do you want to say? I, I agree with you. Can I say yeah, that? feel free. Genuinely, feel free right. to comment anything. I need to get my uh, profile up. I agree with this, Raoul. How many years you ago did you do that? Is he going to get an like email saying, your guy, review from guy. T- six years I, ago has just been... Absolutely fine. Uh, I've just said, I agree with this, Raoul. You sound like my kind of guy. Post comment. And yeah, he he he, he did post that 11 years ago. <laughs> okay, so... Um, what else have we got? There's all, there's lots of other great reviews for, uh, for the um, people get really cross about the free loops. Uh, look at this. Someone said full 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 caps lock is on for this. Not U.S. Fruit Loops. Yes. 
Well, actually, it looks like not us Fruit Loops. These are the UK Kellogg's Fruit Loops. Excitedly, I ordered two boxes of Kellogg's Fruit Loops, one a present for my sister and the other for me, and was totally disgusted to find these are clearly not a US import, but merely the rubbish UK version. These boxes of UK Fruit Loops I received were way overpriced, considering these can be purchased in any UK supermarket for a fraction of the price. Fucking look at this, mate. Look this is, this. Was that written Avoid- by me 10 minutes ago? Do you have voice recognition <laughs> yes, on? that's what it is. Uh, it does sound word for word what you were saying. Avoid this product at all costs. Clearly not a US uh, import. If I could give this a no star rating, I would have. Mm, that's annoying. I'm going to click go. on helpful, but I'm tempted to correct would of to would have. <laughs> that Anyone is, uh, I couldn't agree more. That is exactly what I was feeling when you reminded me of there's that. A you whole... sent me down that exact mm. anger journey. Well, no, I'm glad there's other people on it as well. You know why they're so angry, don't you? Go on. Ooh, lack of sugar, isn't it? Of course, low blood sugar. Need the Fruit Loops. <laughs> if you're a fan of all things geeky, you're going to love Concessions, a brand new podcast by comedian Matt Hyten and myself, Beck Hill, where we interview your favourite cult heroes at Comic-Cons all across the world. We've got stars from Star Wars, Harry Potter, The Walking Dead and more. Make sure you tune in soon to Concessions. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. My April 2014, Harry Potter Gryffindor adult robe, size medium. So we now know you are a size medium, assuming this is for you. You spent 20 quid on this. Yeah, get yourself on YouTube, any listeners, and search Reese James's Fringe. Uh, it was a little series mm. I made to promote my f- debut Edinburgh show. Uh, I made this little online kind of mockumentary sitcom thing um, where my uh, promoter, played by Matthew Crosby, is telling me that I have to, if I want to sell more tickets, I have to call my show Reese James Harry Potter. Uh, I'm contesting (laughs) it, saying I've never even watched or read Harry Potter. And he's like, you got to do it. And then I'm like, no, come on, we can come up with some more ideas. And then me and like 
David Elms, who's playing my social media manager, Lolly, who's playing my muse, um, Nat Lurt, yeah. Seema, Paul, uh, G. Raymond, loads of people, loads of great comic actors and comedians are just like brainstorming these names, but they're all obviously terrible. It's like, what about Reese Rice? And then you've obviously got all the rice puns, change your name to Rice. And then it's like all this stuff. Yeah. And then riffing all this shit. And then eventually I just go, fuck it, we'll just call it Harry Potter. And then there's a whole series of like four more videos of me building this show. doing a, So that's for the photo shoot episode where I'm having to right. do my photos for the poster. And so I'm dressed up as Harry Potter um, <laughs> doing all of that stuff. And then eventually at the end of the series, I go, oh, this is all bollocks. I don't want to do this anymore. Let's just call it simple. Let's call it something simple like um, Reese James Begins. And then that mm. played like a short version of that played before I came on stage. Uh, in the show and then I walk on stage and uh, I had a mic stand that was a broomstick so it was made it'd been made to look like a broomstick by Pat Cahill who's a comedian who's also a prop maker made me this mic stand that he just like made to look like a witch's broomstick perfectly so it was like the idea was oh fuck I've already bought all the broomsticks so Brilliant. that was the intro to the show. Um, and, that, <laughs> and is that the last we hear of Harry Potter in the whole show? Oh, Harry Potter's not mentioned ever again. Yeah, it's literally just that's the, that's <laughs> the opening to the show. And none of that is referenced uh, ever again. But it was... Um, that is very satisfying. <laughs> but it was just... So that Harry Potter thing was when I was like, oh, fuck it, fine. I'll, I'll guess I'm filming this. So I bought nice. that, uh, that cloak. I've still got it. <laughs> you, yeah, have you still got still it? Got it. Still got, got the mic stand, yeah. Still okay, have you used them? Have you touched them since? The mic stand was a coat stand in my bedroom for a while, um, right, and then okay. what happens is you move in with your girlfriend, and you're not really allowed to have that sort of stuff anymore. So mm. it's now just in a cupboard somewhere, I think. There's... You know what you need to do to it, don't you? Go on. You know what you need to do. Well, you're getting to an age now, mate. It's time to frame it. <laughs> of course, yeah. Somehow flatten the mic stand. Maybe put it in a big there 3D frame. Get something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something really gauche. <laughs> in our yeah, yeah, one yeah. bedroom london flat something that really takes up Perfect. some space yeah that'll be nice <laughs> um okay let's skip ahead now uh late 2015 here's an interesting one you bought this for lily aaron do we do we know yep, who that is yeah that's the woman i live with who won't let me have my broomstick oh. okay that's good right. but that's so still going is... isn't it that's handy yeah yeah that's really good news there mate you well you obviously love her because you bought her a kilogram of baklava <laughs> oh she loves but she loves that Okay, fine. I th- when you said a kilogram, I was kilogram. like, can you get this on Amazon? Oh, right, sorry. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, she fucking loves it, mate. So I got her that. That's not bad. I'm pleased with that, actually. incredible. A kilogram of baklava. Um, so uh, take, take me through why. What, was, this, was it for an, a, a thing? Were you, was it an apology? Was it apology baklava? Almost certainly apology baklava. When is it not? <laughs> um, what? Well, give me the date. Let's work it out. Yeah, so it's 8th of November 2015. You bought that for, for Lily there. It can't be anything else. There's no significant dates around that. It's got to be. No. You, I mean, that's not going to last till Christmas, is it? So it's, oh god, it's not going to last till till dawn. Though. Yeah, I just destroy that. I mean, it's, you've taken what you've taken there is the best bit of say a Cornish pasty, and then the the best bits of a cake. I just shitloads of sugar and honey. Yeah. And you just jam them together. And I can eat baklava until I'm sick. I was once on the set of a TV show, no big deal, and they had some baklava. Uh, and none of the actors, none of the main actors would eat it because it's so fattening. So this is absolutely true. Three actors, including Rufus Sewell, in fact. No big deal, mate. Get over it. It's my podcast. I can name this morning. Um, <laughs> stood around me making me eat baklava because they wanted the vicarious thrill of watching someone else eat foods they weren't allowed to eat. Really? They, they're that precious about They wouldn't even have like one at the tiniest bit. No, they they I, honestly have to insist on a zero sugar yeah. diet, zero well, zero baklava diet. It, it felt a bit like um, you you know the whipping boy mm. in medieval times, where the 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 king, the future king, 
has someone who gets beat, who gets told off. I felt like that, like a fat whipping boy. You I were was, like, yeah, you were almost like a um, poison taster for a king. Yeah, 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 exactly. Although, have exactly. you seen? Um, you basically did um, just just puddings. Ed Gamble and James Acaster's <laughs> YouTube series, where Ed gets James to taste puddings for him because he's diabetic. You did that years yeah. before they conceived the idea, mate. Can I get some copyright? <laughs> you, I think, you know, I don't know if it makes any money, but if it does, you're the rightful owner of Me it. Me and Sewell are going to take it down. Um, 2016, absolutely fascinating. I don't know what's going on in 2016. Only two orders placed, Reese. Uh, one of which is a book for her by Bridget Christie. Um, yeah, a gift for um, the aforementioned Lily Aaron. And then Farrah's of Harrogate four drum biscuit selection in August 2016. <laughs> what? Someone's showing up. <laughs> it was what? It, what did, I need to know more information on what that means. It was. It was. Um, so this was bought for oh for Lily again. So, mate, you're a feeder. <laughs> you, you bought her a kilogram of baklava, and then in uh, August 2016, uh, presumably when you're in Edinburgh, I guess, uh, you bought her some some shortbread and cookies and it's like a sort of gift selection of different biscuits it's the sort of thing uh that you'd you'd buy a, a relative an aged granny yeah. i'll be honest oh she's very old it's... i didn't did i not say oh okay she's oh, sorry <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 so that's what you got it do you have no memory of this no but if it was during august and i was in edinburgh that is almost definitely an apology as well, because in Edinburgh okay. I would have been a stressed out prick. So uh, I'm probably I going, see. oh, just here you go, have some shortbread and shut up, mm-hmm. leave me alone. You were literally, literally keeping her sweet whilst buying her uh, God. good feminist and also comedy just like, from Bridget Christie. Yeah, lit- feminist literature and biscuits. Oh, <laughs> I'm, I mean, how God, route one am so I? So manipulative. <laughs> <laughs> I care about you on two levels. Um, I, <laughs> what I feel about that is that. I mean, sure, these are nice gifts to receive, but you wouldn't necessarily associate um, wonderful baking with Amazon. Like, if you want to get some lovely biscuits and some lovely baklava, you're not like, oh, you know where I'm going to go? To an online retailer, to a DVD shop on the internet. You've literally found it, and you're probably probably walking down the Royal Mile with your phone on, trying to get some decent phone reception in Edinburgh just to buy her some biscuits. Oh, fuck it. Just the first thing that comes up on Amazon. Gift ideas. (laughs) Exactly. Um... And then, so right, then let's crash into 2017. This is pretty interesting here. Um, I'm just wondering what, what's going on in July 2017 because you've bought a um, a webcam, an HD webcam. Oh, yeah. You've, bought, you've then also bought <laughs> several, a camera. Several webcams. And you've bought a, a mini spy camera. You've bought four cameras in the space of a month. Is are you sort of are you worrying about about Lily? Are you just making sure that she's definitely at home eating her biscuits. What's going on? Let me she's ask you this, Tom. Settling. Have yeah. you seen Agent Cody Banks? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more, please. No, that's not actually relevant. So the reason I got those cameras <laughs> is because I um, had this Edinburgh did this Edinburgh show. I mean, as is so many of these things, I had an Edinburgh yeah. show, and it, a lot of the material was about whether or not we're being spied on through our laptops and stuff, uh, right. and. Just I did a lot of material that was a bit contrarian about it, saying like, of course we're not. Anyone who's worried about that, anyone who's got tape on their laptop camera is a fucking idiot. The government and like MI5 and the FBI, they don't care about you. They don't want your yeah. stuff. They're not interested. What, how would you be so arrogant to think that? But funny. And then at the end of the show, I had this sort of trick where I revealed that well, you actually should be paranoid because you are being filmed. Specifically, you're being filmed right now. Um, and specifically you. And then I had a camera that was um, pointed at one person in the audience. Uh, right. And it was always a person I had specifically spoken to about a certain thing earlier. So basically, I had yeah. to rig who was sat in that seat. So it wasn't <sighs> allocated seating. So I always had to. So the joke was 
that uh, I had a housemate at the time who didn't have a towel. That's true. Right. And so yeah. I, in fact, it's mental Hang that on, towel did... isn't on there uh, on my yeah. Amazon list. But he didn't have a towel. Right. The, the, the fact <laughs> okay. is, he didn't have a towel. All right. And I slowly well, figured hang on, this hang out. Hang on, very quickly. What was he a drip dryer or he'd use bog roll? What? Oh, mate, he was a fucking idiot. He basically, okay, fine. he didn't have a towel and uh, I figured it out because I shared a bathroom with him. And what happened is I went in the, would go in the bathroom and every time he'd have been in the shower and if I'd go in the bathroom like 10 minutes later, the bath mat would be soaking wet and on the radiator. <laughs> and it was, no. it was my bath mat. So I got rid of it. So I, I hid it. And then you'd go in and the hand towel that's next to the sink would be soaking wet. Also mine. So I got rid of that. And then one day I went in and a cricket jumper was just dripping wet on the radiator. Oh, God. And then his girlfriend came around. That's right. This person had a girlfriend. And uh, <laughs> his girlfriend came around and one day was like, oh, I'm going in the shower. Can you get me a towel? And he went into his bedroom and came back out with a tea towel from the kitchen. And uh, me and my third housemate were both like, what the fuck? And his girlfriend was like, what are you doing? And he was like, what? I've been washing them. But we knew for a fact he didn't know how to use the washing machine and had never washed it. So it turned out we'd been playing Russian roulette with body tea towels the whole time. Oh, that's so gross. So what I would do is in the show, I would ask, I would say sort of I'd do a routine about that. And but before I'd, I'd preface it by asking someone in the front row, how many towels have you got? Right, because everyone has twelve. Everyone has fucking loads of towels in their yeah. house. Everyone who's yeah, an adult. Yeah, yeah. So what I would often ask is, can you get a parent to sit there? Someone, a middle-aged person, to be sat in that chair. I would say to the venue star, because young people sometimes yeah. go, "I've only got one," and then that's sort yeah. of not really funny. That my guy had zero. So if they mm. say like, you get a middle-aged person off, and they're like, "Oh, probably about 30. and you're like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." That's a bit more than zero, isn't it? And then you can go into a chat about that, and then I would reveal, yeah. oh. I was actually filming you the whole time. I've been hired by John Lewis to find out how many towels people in certain demographics have. And I would just like do Great. a callback to that. But they're now on screen. So like literally right. just them is on screen. So I bought loads of cameras because I was like, I was looking into how to do it. And I'm not that tech minded compared to a lot of people who go to Edinburgh. So I was looking into how to do it. And I was like, okay, it seems like these security cameras are the best ones because they're not detectable. You won't be able to see them in the room. And they mm. just like get the bit. And then I just couldn't connect them to my laptop. And they all came with like software discs and like, they would only work Ooh. if it was like on 24 hours a day and all this shit. And I was just like, oh, this is not what I want. Oh, and then Matt Ewins, no. who is much better at this sort of stuff, just said, mate, just use a like four quid webcam. Just get any kind of Logitech webcam. For what you're doing, you don't need anything more than that. And it will just connect direct yeah. to your laptop and you can just, just hide it. You just tape it up there, like at the top of the room or whatever, where by the lights. And so I did that, but I'd spent, if you add up those totals, I spent about 150 quid on different security cameras. And oh, uh, I mean, I'm happy to help with that. Twen- none of them uh, were refundable. I couldn't get the money back 85. on any. Yeah, you spent well over £100 yeah. on cameras, which were complete. You now have a load of spy cameras in a drawer, which, you know, luckily you're very happily uh, with someone. But if someone else yeah, I know, yeah. came back to your room <laughs> on a date and opened, a, opened the drawer next to your bedside table. Yeah, just out of action uh, spy cameras, so you know that I've worn them down. <laughs> <laughs> that would be terrifying. Um, December 2017, Reese, uh, you've bought the uh, Bitcoin commemorative round collector's coin. Very nice. What's that for? Yankee Swap. Any, any idea? Oh, Yankee Swap, of course. Yankee Swap again. <laughs> that Yankee Brilliant. Swap that was a great... No one wanted it. I thought it was brilliant. I was so happy with that. That was the year when everyone was talking about Bitcoin a lot. And I was yeah. one of those people having bought Bitcoin and watched it fly to the moon. I was like, yeah. oh, guys, you got to get in on this. I've made so much money. Did you, did you have some? Did you have some? Yeah, well, I didn't cash out. Oh, uh, balls. So how much, did, how much did it get up to at, at one point? What was it up at? Oh, thousands and thousands. I, I had made thousands oh. and thousands. I was like, because I'd invested and then immediately it, it got me loads of money within a month. I was like, yeah. well, this will never end. It would, I'd be a fool yeah. to cash this out. And obviously that it ended. <laughs> it ended <laughs> it really in spectacular did. form and it, and it has never yeah. restarted. 
It really, no. truly plummeted to the floor. I think what I did is I cashed out what I put in so that I was safe. And then I tried to watch my profit to make me more profit because I'm a keen capitalist, mm. as, as listeners will know. Um, it's a great system. I mean, we're on, a, we're on a show about Amazon. So, I mean, I'm not the bad guy here. But I uh, and I actually I was actually trying to make more money so I could give it to charity. But um, <laughs> sadly, that failed. And I've actually had to take quite a lot of money from charity as a result. <laughs> but yeah, that was for Yankee Swap. And uh, Yankee Swap? Yeah. The Yankee Swap's going to be a thing. I bet loads of people tweet us at ToasterPod when they see that. Because I've never heard of Yankee Swap. And I bet there'll be loads of people who've done it. There you go. This is great. I'm, yeah. a, I'm, le- I'm being entertained and I'm learning stuff, Reese. This, this is textbook Perfect. toaster podding right now. I can't believe it. Um, also, what I'm really enjoying doing, as ever, as I always do when I do this podcast, is uh, is gauging how people's lives have changed, right? And it's a really enjoyable thing. You, you start off 10, well, now we're in, I mean, 2018. So the best part of 10 years you've been on Amazon. When you're first on Amazon, uh, you're buying yourself books by comedians. You buy yourself your first ever razor. By the way, 2018, you buy uh, Gillette Fusion Pro Glide razor blades. The next so time I use gap. them, yeah. There you go. Well, you're welcome. Uh, <laughs> A good six-year gap. That's how long it takes for Reese James to get some get some flakes of hair on his chin. Um, and then uh, you spend two hundred quid in October twenty eighteen on such things as a Samsung microwave, a, a sound bar, and this is my favourite: the kitchen compost caddy, dark green. I love a kitchen yeah, compost well, caddy. Yeah, well, there you go. That's uh, that is. That the moment that I moved in with my girlfriend and we needed some. Um, mm-hmm. I think I got the sound bar for what was the date again um 2018 october 2018 uh, i think october i got the soundbar because i realized that i didn't have one during the world cup and yeah. every time i was watching the world cup i was like god i wish i had a soundbar so that i could get the atmosphere yeah. in this room you want you want that authentic all bar one experience don't yes you? You exactly yeah yeah that's like yeah. every time england scored i would throw my pint in the air absolutely decimate my house <laughs> it was a disaster um but yeah and then i so i remember getting that and then yeah it was all about that's when we moved in so i got i needed the compost bin i needed the uh, what was the other thing a microwave that's because i kitchen uh, the guy i lived with moved out taking the microwave and then my girlfriend moved in not bringing with her her own microwave so you know not particularly interesting i see no 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 but it makes sense the 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 sort of the the symbolism of a new microwave that's a new life that's when my wife and i moved in together here's a new microwave um optimum nutrition gold standard whey protein mar reese is trying to bulk up here for maybe new edinburgh photos well as you know i mean I know this is a podcast, but as you know, and as listeners will know, I'm the henchiest man in showbiz. Yeah, Mm -hmm. (laughs) the the buffest man in the beers. Um, Mm -hmm. And you know, and that's how you get so buff is you buy the protein. And if you if you're not putting in the powder, then you're not gonna. You're not going to grow to the sort of immense size that you hear before you today. Yeah, I can really tell. <laughs> I can really hear the muscles creaking. Um, uh, what else? Oh, look, here we are. Look, uh, July 2019, he's got a set of four cotton towels. Yeah, there Very you go. Nice. <laughs> Life imitating art. That is absolutely dreamy. Oh, I love it. Oh, wait. Um, so tell me again when that was. July? Uh, 19, 2019. Yeah, that's because we turned up to our Edinburgh flat and they didn't have duvets, duvet covers, towels, anything. There was nothing there. Jesus. Yeah, you know when you... That is, and you presumably you were paying you know three grand or something yeah, reasonable it was the, for the flat the most expensive flat we'd ever had and they didn't have anything and oh and no wi-fi but crucially no bedding no bedding whatsoever um yeah, i must mental. admit it's the one branch of people who i'm quite glad uh that are going to suffer during corona is edinburgh festival landlords yeah. you know what i mean i hope it really stings this summer because you know it's all people who rent out their flats to students in the year and then just make this crazy bonanza for that one month of august they make the same as they do for the rest of the year 
It's so. There gross. was an amazing bit where we we really complained to this landlord, and so he came round to investigate what we were talking about because it also the flat really smelled of smoke, like stale smoke. Ooh. And Ooh. Um, yeah, and so Adam Hess, who had booked the flat, which I will never let him do again. Uh, I love Adam Hess. He's been on this podcast. Wonderful man. Absolute fucking idiot. Though. Yeah. What were you moron. Thinking? And is by the way, he's one of the housemates and absolutely insanely he's not the one who didn't have a towel everyone would believe if they know anything about adam hess yeah, that totally. he's the one who wouldn't have a towel and just goes you don't need a towel it's not efficient but uh oh, even adam hess has a towel it was a different like much much worse idiot anyway uh right, right. in terms of the idiot stakes and also in terms yeah. of being like a bad using, person but it, i like using him as an idiot barometer though exactly. if my kids do anything stupid now i'll just say what are you doing eating lego even adam hess wouldn't eat lego <laughs> you're acting like six adam hesses right now <laughs> yeah so he we got the landlord round and what obviously we talked about loads of stuff and adam became quite uh forceful and suddenly very direct and quite professional sounding and there was just this bit where he said what about the smoke? And then the landlord said, well, the people, the previous tenants here weren't smokers. So like, like that smell is probably just from like, um, like maybe just because they, the, the windows haven't been opened. So the smell hasn't gone out. And then Adam said, why don't you follow that train of thought through and see where you get to? And the guy was like, yeah, but they weren't smokers. So I don't know why. And we were just like, you're fucking hell. Christ. <laughs> You're being outsmarted by Adam. <laughs> we like to listen to toast. We're not the kind who would boast And even in spite of the host We still like to listen to toast la, la, la. What we're going to do now, Reese, as we get towards the end of uh, of the journey, which has been the the sort of the domestification of Reese James. I don't know if you want that as a title for an, a future Edinburgh. Um, this is a man who's lost microwaves, but he's you know he's gained pounds with the protein. And we now see. Oh my God! Do you know what's extraordinary? Last week on this show, right? Matt Ford bought exactly the same thing. Go on. Sports resistance bands. Oh yeah. Well, we're in lockdown. I bought that lockdown what, a workout. week ago or something, or two weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you've got you've got basically giant bit giant elastic bands essentially. Yeah. Um yeah, and yeah. I I got one of these once for physio on my wrist when I broke my wrist. Um have you used them yet? Yeah. Uh well, you can't buy dumbbells anywhere and um I don't know if you remember from a few minutes ago but I am absolutely massive. And I need um, to yeah, maintain yeah. it. I've got to maintain it. I can't get down to the gym. I've got to be maintaining it. Mm. Um so mm-hmm. body weight isn't going to be enough for me despite okay. how impressive that weight is. So I need a big elastic band to pull about. So yeah, I've been using it. I've been using it just to make normal things harder. Um, I've been putting it around the banister in my block of flats on the, yes. like on, in, when you go into the hallway and then just like pulling it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're actual official exercises. You can make yourself into a sort of Reese James catapult, couldn't you? If you put it across <laughs> yeah. the top of a banister, throw yourself exactly. down. That could probably be some absolute lolathon viral video. If you look at the, um, if you look at the specification of that band, I believe I bought the strong category. I believe it wasn't. Yeah, well, of course, it wasn't medium. I believe I went for strong. The, the, these last few orders tell a story because as you've gone into lockdown, <laughs> there's something desperately bleak yeah. about about the fact that you've bought a uh, a Griffin Elevator computer laptop stand. So Using that's it right to now. Make your laptop a, yeah, there you go. So you've got your stand for your laptop as you sit and do nothing but stare at your laptop. You've bought a massive bread knife, which looks like you're about to murder someone. I bought that minutes and before then, this started, actually. And then you bought the Kung Fu Mall birthday party decoration kit, one happy birthday banner, and five pieces of gold confetti balloons for birthday party <laughs> decorations. Because what you, is it your birthday coming up or is it your own I'm not, birthday I'm not buying up? birthday decorations for myself. 
I mean, that's bleak. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. This suddenly, this podcast has ended in a sort of cry for help. No, for so basically, I bought those because it was my girlfriend's birthday, but I bought them because um, I remembered last year or something. My girlfriend is someone who works with a normal job, so as a comedian, I obviously get up pathetically late, and then mm. she's not there. So it was my when it was my birthday last year. I remember waking up in the flat, going into the kitchen, and there was like a cake waiting for me a card and then also it said happy birthday and lights there were some happy birthday lights and i was like oh that was really good so i thought okay i'll do that for when you know i'll get up early or something and then uh, mm. i'll sort that out so and put these oh no that was it before i went to bed classic the comedian's way i'll just go to bed really mm. late and put these happy yeah buy this happy birthday thing and put it up the plan was i was like oh i'll use those happy birthday lights and then i remembered oh she bought them that would be insensitive <laughs> to just literally use the exact same thing that she's I done. mean, you might as well change your name to Lily and then you yeah. can just give her your card back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I bought that and then used it. And um, I couldn't, right. annoyingly, I couldn't fit. I put the um, word happy up in one of the, in a room. And as you say, I've moved on from blue tack. So I couldn't blue tack it up. So I was having to tie the string to certain things to fit it up. So I put happy up mm. in between these blinds. And then I realized that birthday was too big to fit in that room. So I had to put it in a different room. Uh, and so birthday went in the kitchen, but the kitchen is the first room you go into when you wake up. Um, it's opposite the bedroom inexplicably. So she woke up and just saw birthday. And then if you walk to the other room, like the office room, it then said happy on its own. So it's so Oh pathetic. my God, happy on its own is the most, but happy on its own is the most pass ag. But you can imagine some terrible boss in an office somewhere just putting happy by itself. Happy. So you just walk in the room, happy. Uh, listen, Reese, this has been great. Can you choose, of all the items we've gone through, can you choose one item that, that best sums you up? What's your entry level, Reese James item there that really t- lets us in on who you are, do you reckon, out of all these ones? Two words, protein powder. <laughs> there is nothing more quintessentially Reese James than whey protein bulking powder. <laughs> and finally, just add water. Reese James. <laughs> Just add <laughs> Um That is beautiful. Thank you so much for doing this. And uh, our listeners can find you all over Twitter, right? What's your Twitter name? Oh, just yeah. Reese James, uh, James E with a Y at the end. Very, You are very, very funny on, on Twitter. Very and funny. also okay, okay on these podcasts as well. Yeah, that was absolutely sure. Brilliant. Thank you. I, I, you. You know, it was great. I really loved that. Um, thank you for joining us on My Mate Bought a Toaster. Reese, um, have a happy and, and safe... Uh, just have a... I was going to say have a happy and safe lockdown, but actually just have a happy... Yeah, That's just have a happy. Have I a can't happy. fit the other sign in. Happy. Just have a happy. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, mate. That was brilliant. The brilliant Reese James there. That was really lush. I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you so much for listening, as ever, to the podcast. Uh, I've got some more coming up very soon. They're going to be lush. Hope you're okay. Hope you are staying safe and happy and healthy in this very difficult, weird time. I'm sending you lots of love. And uh, yeah, more Toaster coming up soon. Give us a follow at ToasterPod. And if you really can't get enough of me in your life, then it's embarrassing even the idea that you'd want more of this, gubbins. Uh, then I'm doing a daily podcast with the fabulous Dave Cribb called Cabin Fever, uh, whereby every day we talk absolute drizzle. And it is not drizzle in a kind of nice on a salad sort of drizzle, you know what I mean? Or a lemon drizzle cake. We're talking drizzle like rain splattered against a window. But, you know, some people like that. Anyway, happy lockdown. See you soon. Lots of love. All the best kind regards. Thanks for coming. Great big owl. 
rule of three. Where people who make funny stuff talk about something funny that they love. Because I remember as a kid thinking that's a really good old-fashioned gag, but it's also nasty. The actual VHS, this is clearly sufficiently important to me that this went to house moves as well. There is that, that joy and that slight fear as well about who's going to say what. Everything from airplane to bottom. From when Harry met Sally to the Muppets. Trying is good, aiming high is good, being ridiculous and not being afraid of failure is, is good. I think that joke is so fucking funny. Again, I just think this is hysterical. It's beautiful stuff. Rule of three from Great Big Owl. This Mother's Day, treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. Their advanced eye care duo brightens and firms skin around your eyes, while the Golden Glow Body Trio nourishes and smooths skin all over. Go to oseamalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off your first order site-wide.